Hi, hello and welcome to another episode of Of Course China. I'm Fernando and I'm Ziv. And today we are with Bram van der Driesen. Van der Driesen. Do correct us, yeah? Yeah, van der Driesen. I know it's a complicated name. Okay, Ziv, why don't you give us a short introduction of Bram? Sure, so Bram is from Belgium. And he's here uh, running uh, his uh, family uh, furniture factory in Dongguan, China. He came to China in 2012. Correct. And uh, he comes from a, a family that has been uh, almost 70 years in the furniture yeah, yeah, industry yeah. and uh, making furniture for very basically many countries around the world. Correct. In here, thank you for having us here, hosting us in this. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you. Very for interesting room that you have. <laughs> yeah, tell us a lot. A little bit about what we see there at the back. Um, what room is this? Is this your office? It's it's my office. Well, basically, I have two offices. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have one that is hidden that people cannot see. Where I can oh, make we're the going mess. there later. Well, have, well, so I, we're in the public area. Where yeah. I have the the the, the, stacks, actually the make stacks of papers, furniture here. Um, well, R and D is is right next to here. I'm I'm doing some some designs and uh, and stuff here. And uh, and then yeah, like you see, we have the chair. Uh, coming and then I, I have a look like which material are we mm -hmm. are we gonna use how are we gonna do we have to make a change and I sometimes make small changes but most of the job is so it's kind of a little bit guys. of R and D extension well yeah it's it's uh, because for me it's. I created this place because I think it's nice to to receive customers and and suppliers into a creative area so they can mm -hmm. see like what you're working on, right. um, and also for myself to have like a place where you can can do your creative right. stuff. I have uh, two girls here also who are like kind of helping uh, with the the design and everything, and uh, and yeah. In the meanwhile, office. Yeah. Table right, so we far. can see your designs like on that wall there. That yeah. yes. these are the shiniest grapes <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's not furniture. Can you see them on camera? Okay, yeah. let me show you one. Yeah, amazing. Let's start, Brian, from uh, from you know this is after all, uh, of course, China podcast. Let's start from that uh, angle. Like you came to China in 2012 uh, at a young age, right? Yeah, 24. Uh, yeah. Why why did you come here? How how did it happen? Well, um, well, I used to work back in Belgium in the in the in in our furniture stores, and uh, my dad asked me to to come here to implement some procedures, to do some quality control, and and learn from the the, the process here as well. Um, that was the idea to do that for two months, but <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Eight years later. Eight yeah. years later, yeah. We know uh, the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, so you came for two months. And the factory is here since 2008. 2008, yes. Yeah, and before yes. that, you made furniture in Europe? Yeah, Europe, okay. uh, Belgium, and uh, East Europe. Um, right. And then, yeah, we started. My, my okay, dad so, so you came for two months. What happened? Why, why did you, are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, during those two months, I kind of fell in love with, with yeah, the business, the making of furniture, but especially also with the, the chaos in China. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really the kind of guy to be in the in the, the fixed rhythms and, and Europe and, is too uh, routine. quiet. Yeah, a little bit too much routine, and that's the nice thing. Well, nice thing uh, can be for some people a bad thing, but but I like it that that your day is is not predictable. Uh, right, in some right. way, I, I like that, like problem solving or or yeah. So you so after two months you you were here with I think you told us before with your dad you were going back to Europe supposed to be that's it right going back home 
and then how and then, yeah then i talked to my dad to uh, to see if there was a, a permanent position uh, for me to stay to stay in the in the factory which which there was what uh, was that position well i was mainly doing quality control in the beginning um, and then and then some yeah, development of new designs and everything because i was working in the shops and i knew what what end customers were were looking for um, but yeah that's that's uh, that's what i mean and i was actually the one asking my dad yeah, can i <laughs> and he was okay stay? with you staying here he um, was happy or yeah obviously yeah as a father i think i think you're happy that if you have a factory across the <laughs> across the the world uh, to have somebody uh, that you can you can trust and 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 relate on to to and to then your and well, today, to be at your business to start and then later and today run you're running the factory yeah exactly right. yeah. okay so you worked your way up to where you are right now it's not like right away you know my dad owns a company i'm i'm here the boss go no, be a gm yeah. <laughs> right. my dad is not that that easy i want to ask you a question about about education is this something that you studied for what did you study or or how do you prepare yourself for a career in in furniture making well um i actually until i was 18 years old i always said i wouldn't uh wouldn't start in the family business i think that was mainly because my dad was always working a lot uh, was up before we woke up and and came often home when mm -hmm. we were already in bed so that's more like as a kid you want to spend more time with your dad so so it's like uh but then later yeah when I, once i was 18 years old uh when i finished school i didn't go to the university uh, i started working with my dad uh, because yeah what what better university can you can you have than than somebody who can can yeah pass all the experience to to you um so yeah uh, and then i started working in in one of the shops my idea was okay i'm going to start here and i'll see uh, what i do and uh, and i got like like the kind of in belgium we say hands on like, experience i guess yeah but in belgium we say like i get the 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 the, the field to yeah to furniture and i i start to, to 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 be really interested in it and and yeah selling in retail is quite making good sales and then selling certain pieces of furniture gives you a kick mm -hmm. like it, it gives you like a really so good feeling you made a sale. yeah yeah you made a sale and, and and the satisfaction and i had the advantage most salespeople they don't want to teach if there's a new salesperson coming uh, in, yeah. in the business they don't want to teach anybody but because i was the son of the owner they were okay with with sharing, like sharing their experience, experience. And, and their sales tricks uh, so thanks to that i could like take some of the sales tricks of all the different salespeople and then create my, my own style sales, sales, sales style but because i learned from a lot of different people a lot of people who worked in, in our business for a very long time i was able to to sell quite well I, I i think i can say which uh, which made that i really like to do the job so as, as, well. a, child, as a sorry as, yeah. as a child you remember talking about furniture your dad you did you go to work with him sometimes yeah definitely yeah as, as kids we were we were going to the to the warehouse help to clean in the warehouse uh, help to load trucks also even in the shop sometimes in the weekends help in the shop because we were actually until i got i think 14 years old or something we were living next to one of the shops like 
home that was connected to one of the shops. Oh, okay. And we literally had a door between the house and the, and the shop. So, so yeah, we would daily be... Uh, Jumping on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is like your sofa. Doing, I never did that. your sofa. <laughs> we never did it, yes. We never did it. That's what you so. <laughs> no, I wanted to ask you a little bit about some of the things that we see. Okay, you guys can't see it, but at the back we have like a lot of drawings and stuff. Um, which seem quite technical. Is it something that you've learned, you studied? You how do you get to that level of design? Well, first of all, not all of them are are, are done by me. But but um, and mm. and second, um, I I actually I studied for graphical techniques. Is what what uh, okay. the literally lit, literally translated. Uh, but it was more like Photoshop, Illustrator, that kind of things. Um, but yeah, it's. This is like industrial it's, it's, uh, design together with graphic design. What, what is it? How it like? Because you, you start with a function that you want and okay, how do I make it happen? Or a certain look, how do I make it? Yeah. Right. Because you might know what it, you want it to look, but how do you actually make it? That's the... Well, in, in, in some cases, we start with an existing mechanism and then you start building around it. Like the, the chair that is, right. that is behind recliner, it. Yeah. Like the recliner, it's, it's a set mechanism and you cannot make the footstool shorter or much longer than it is because it has to turn okay uh, under but you the also seat have a say uh, you, who designed the the, the the system the the system is not designed by okay. by me but we what we what we do is the supplier designed the system and then we come up with new ideas and they change or it new, new techniques and then we ask them and then they make drawings and or or new armrests because what is very very popular right now is is to have uh, a lot of metal uh, in furniture like combination of upholstery and metal so like a metal armrest and then we we ask the the supplier to develop that for us and, and that kind of do you do you okay so uh, your friend your company and your family is doing furniture for a very long time uh, how how is is there a change in, in furniture design, in furniture production oh, uh, from like yeah. 20, 30, 40 years ago? Well, in my opinion, one of the biggest changes is is the the amount of money that people are spending on, on, on their furniture. But this, I think, is directly related with the fact that uh, young people are moving uh, much more than than uh, than the older generations. Right. Older generations, they buy their home and they live in one place or, right. or even several generations in right. the same place while now young people like to live for four or five years there and then they move there Does this they mean just can't afford to buy a house exactly yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you see ikea or something like that right mm. yeah. <laughs> and 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 that were probably also part of that change i don't know if that can be for because of the change or that made the change yeah, it's kind of hard to say it's also it's it's definitely a demand and supply thing i mean if if there is no too much supply of cheap things, then then right. yeah, uh, people people cannot find too much, and I think that's that's if I may say a kind of mistake in general that was made in the furniture business that everybody was looking for cheaper, 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 and then yeah, all the prices go so down. And I, then I it think affects what, the complete, what, what you the see is business. something that you see in 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 the economy is like for example, if I sell you a car that lasts for twenty years. I'm not going to sell you another car. Right. Like so phones. basically, exactly. So the more um, easy to break or quicker to damage, then the sooner you replace it. So I'll make another sale sooner. So perhaps that's what they did. I mean, when they started working with this, what's it called? Plywood? Mm -hmm. Plywood is the most, I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? It's not real wood. It's just right, they make right, it up. And right. 
It's no, very no, flexible. Pl- plywood is real wood. Pl- I think oh, what's it, it called? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, MDF or uh, you're talking about um, chipboard. Uh, chip yeah, yeah, chip yeah, exactly. Particle board or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, plywood are la- layers of, of. In uh, one word, capitalism, sheets. right? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, but uh, but yeah. So so you mean is it more challenging now? You think the furniture business, or you find ways? You actually maybe in some way you can differentiate your your own company better. Well, it's 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 the same thing in all businesses. I think you wanna mm-hmm. if if you don't wanna go with the mainstream, mm-hmm. you have to be different in 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 some way. Um, what we started to do different in China from the beginning is uh, giving people the possibility B two B than people uh, retailers or wholesalers to buy mixed containers. So uh, this is something in in 2008 when when my dad started in China, you couldn't find. You okay. couldn't find one factory that would in one container mix up all different models. Okay. It would be full container, one model, same set, same color, mm. and, and big quantities. Uh, so that was the big difference in the beginning. This is something that a lot of Chinese factories are, are turning to now as well. So, so it was harder so, to... So yeah, we, we have different challenges now. We have different ways to, to be different, right. but now we do that with technology and... and yeah. Is furniture yeah. making the same, uh, basically, like uh, whether it's in Europe or whether it's in China? Uh, yeah. But uh, there are some differences? Well, I mean, is there any advantage to do it here? The advantage to do it here definitely is the, is the, 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 the supply of materials. Because okay. all the fabrics, uh, companies who work with PU, it's all coming from here. Mechanisms are made here. The motors that we use in, in recliners are made here. So even if you make it in, in Europe, you still need to get supplies from here. Exactly, yeah. It's one of the reasons why people say that it's very difficult for, for manufacturing to move out of China, because it's not just that manufacturing, it's, it's the supply system. chain. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little question about uh, what's your opinion on Chinese furniture? Mm-hmm. Now, we're in China. Um, You've all seen this kind of Chinese sofas and Chinese tables, very, very hard. Um, Good thing you ask him and not me. Uh, yeah, be diplomatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, in 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 the in the, the the furniture business, in the Chinese furniture business defense, I have to say that they have they have done a really amazing job in the last years. Uh, but but I get what you mean, like the standard yeah. things that you see in the waiting rooms or or that kind of like thing. Like just wood, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or even upholstered, but it's like you go to sit on a rock. It's right. it's upholstered with leather, but it feels like you're sitting on a rock. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. In my opinion, comfort-wise, they're definitely <laughs> not the greatest. But I mean, you, do you do you, for example, in terms of the market, right? You're here in China. Um, if you wanted to penetrate the market, is that difficult to change, or do you think that the Chinese mentality is changing to oh, I also want something comfortable, or just? Yeah, it's definitely changing, uh, especially in the in the in the higher class. People are. A lot of people are buying products coming from Europe mm-hmm. or higher quality products made in China. Um, so yeah, and and different design than what they what they used to. I I think in the in the in the higher class now there's like two groups. There is one group that still wants to go to really the traditional furniture, and then there is a group that has the possibility and has the money to buy high class European style furniture. In so, terms yeah, of, of of wood. Um, is is there any 
any country that you bring brood wood from or specifically? Yeah, but um, the, the, the thing is for upholstered furniture, um, we're working with imp imported wood from, from US and Canada, uh, but for upholstered furniture, the most important is that it's a hardwood. Mm -hmm. And for us, the most important is that it's nice straight because it's much easier to work with in, in production. Uh, the Chinese, a lot of Chinese factories, they, they use eucalyptus wood. Uh, because it's very cheap, it's a very quick growing uh, tree. Very fast, it's yeah. A, yeah, very fast growing tree, uh, and but it's quite small. And one of the char characteristics is that it's very bended. Mm. Uh, that's why for an upholstered sofa, typically produced by Chinese factory, uh, inside the, the frame might go in all different directions, <laughs> so but you, you won't see it because it's it's covered anyway. So you import so the wood uh, because of quality. Yeah, and, and and especially because they are yeah nicely straight and and yeah. It's, but which yeah. tree do you use? Uh, poplar and pine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's okay. consistent, you mean? That's why. It's consistent and it's nicely straight. The thick, the thickness is. is so you, you uh, said before that the, the supply chain is here, but I guess is wood the only exception? Uh, that's one of the only exceptions. Yeah, our leather is also imported um, okay. from from Italy. We buy some in Brazil as well. But then, uh, but then probably the the, the sales office for those tanneries are here too. Or, or not? Yeah, the, most of them have agents. So, like or, agents, or, yeah. so you still can deal with them yeah. here. But a lot of the a lot of the ones we work with is directly with the tannery because the agents still yeah it's they're still right. taking commission and, and they're still direct, and yeah. we can go direct because we have the volume to buy full containers of the uh, with the tannery directly. So you, you make upholstery, furniture, yes. but not only, right? Um, yeah. We, what, what do you make? Like what kind of furniture? So do you here make? here in this factory, we all we make is upholstered furniture. Okay. Um, upholstered for the people who don't know is covered uh, leather uh, fabric um, and then we have a, a partnership in in, in Huizhou where uh, where we make uh, metal furniture and then in combination with well like in this? this case in this case is not ceramic it's it's glass but, but we uh, we also metal legs, in combination yes, with uh, yeah. with ceramics and and dining chairs as well yeah. what, what can you tell us about upholster uh, furniture making like what's involved like you know um how much wood is it in in there and, and well, in uh, wood wise it's 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 well quite okay it's 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 very hard for me to answer that question yeah, because I because i was born in furniture so it's uh, to put myself in the mindset right, of somebody who doesn't know, know yeah right. um but uh, but one of the biggest costs for for upholstered furniture is the actual material that you cover it with uh, sure. Because yeah, if you go to real leather, you go much higher in price, uh, right. often even double uh, from uh, compared to fabric. Um, so that's that's going to be the main cost. Obviously, uh, then there is the foam uh, to create foam, your right. your seat comfort. Which is the, why your parents tell you don't jump on the sofa. Yeah, and but <laughs> but but there, there are a lot of sofas that are okay to be jumped ah, on. Yeah. It, it all depends on on the quality that's that good you for have marketing. inside. You can jump on our <laughs> but, sofa. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> but but that's that's one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that that um, with the inside of the sofa you can you can play so much you can change so much. Uh, the different materials. Yeah, different but also the foam, the density of the foam, the hardness of the foam, especially the density of the foam. Uh, you can have a very low density, then your foam obviously is, is much From Chinese softer. rock to but, American no, but the, With density, I mean how much uh, real foam how much material you have per cubic meter. Okay. Then you have the hardness, so you can perfectly have a foam that is as hard uh, so a, a, a low density okay. foam that is as hard as a high des density foam, feel wise, because but you have less material? material. 
but you have less material. So, so what they do, foam definitely, um, obviously, is, is a, a chemical uh, product. But in most cases, there are still uh, other other possibilities. But um, so, so what they do is a combination of, of different chemicals, and then it will it will expand. expand. Right. So, and the density is uh, depending on how much air you have while right. the foam is expanding. But so the, the more air you have. So the more air you have, the less strong your foam is, the, the easier it will start to, mm -hmm. to And there is no one the perfect way, there is just... Well, there is a perfect way, is as high possible density as possible, because quality-wise it will be better. You can have a very right. high a, a foam which is very dense, but with a very low so hardness, so which stopped. is very soft. Ah, so, so, okay. so you That's can, yeah. The other thing that I wanted to ask is, well, you were talking about upholstery and, and the leather. Um, when I think about leather and shoes, it's like very, very small cuts, right? Right. But this, it's I mean, true. how yeah. do you get like a leather that long, big that cow. big? <laughs> yeah, it's like each each cushion would be hide almost. Yeah. How it makes it so Is expensive. That a challenge? Yeah, that's make makes it much more expensive because the the selection of hides that mm -hmm. we need to buy is much higher. Uh, than than other than certain other businesses because if you have to cut small pieces, can, although yeah. what a lot of people don't know is that the best best selections often still go to shoes and and bags and everything. Um, so so the second selection basically is for furniture, but then we have to take the best selection of of what is left after after the fashion industry. But yeah, it's it's uh, because. A lot of people think like, oh, there is this much leather inside, but it's not only the leather what is inside, but it's also the leather waste. Mm -hmm. Because when you cut a piece of leather, everything that is around that, that is too small to be used into another sofa is waste. Yeah. So that part needs to be paid as exactly. well. Exactly. When you look at something like that big, like I can see that all the little corners or the space for the legs is wasted. I, I remember uh, when I was a kid, like our sofa in the living room after some years, uh, my parents just sent it to someone and they just did a new upholstery. Yeah. yeah, right? I mean, does this still happen? I mean, in today's economy? To reupholster, yes. yeah, there are still people who are doing it, but it's, it's. I think it's more a, a, um, a nostalgic feeling like, right. uh, or, or a very high design piece right. or something like that. Because also, I think maybe it was also like the fashion changed. And the color was not like anymore nice. Yeah, but, but I think also the reason why it was done before it was because it was much cheaper than buying a complete new sofa. Right, right. Now the, the, the difference is much smaller than... And I guess maybe even there are less uh, professional places or, you know, like whatever it is, mom and pop shops to do this even. Yeah, much right? less, much less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you, you don't do it in this factory. I can send you my sofa no. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do Well, the, the hardest part about it is that every sofa that you make, you need to make patterns. And the most expensive people in our company are the people in, in which are in R&D, in research and development. Uh, so if they need to spend time to just recover one sofa, it's mm. gonna cost it's me too much because of the time that they're spending it's to make the patterns and everything. Exactly. Yeah. It's only interesting for me to do it once I know that, okay, there is quantity going right. to follow because right. more- As a factory. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah. still on furniture making, right? So uh, you talked about the foam and the upholstery. 
right? So, so you use wood for other parts, I guess, right? Yeah, wood. We make a combination of solid wood and plywood, which which is with mm. real wood. No, <laughs> 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 I correct we myself. Something no, I'm, yeah, I'm yes. joking. I'm joking. But uh, but plywood is actually quite quite strong, and we use like the the highest uh, possible uh, available plywood and in, metal in and then metal. Yeah, yeah, right. metal. But um, inside of a sofa, inside of the frame of the sofa, we mainly use wood. Wood. Unless when we're talking about the, the the chair behind me, which is with the mechanism, right. then there's we no were talking about sofa, but I mean upholstery, furniture, similar in some way, right? The chair, you know, uh, if it's upholstery, some of the process is the same. So, what is the most challenging part? Oh, uh, there are several quite challenging parts. Uh, the, the the making of the frames, in my opinion, is quite challenging because uh, because you need to those guys basically memory, memorize all the different models that we have in collection because right. every time you need to go back to, to a piece of paper, it's a puzzle that you're making actually if you see and how many pieces there are. You said 80-90%. Yeah, 80-90% to 90 of making hand. a sofa is, making, is made, made by hand. Yeah, Which because unlike, yeah. Uh, the sewing uh, you need to do well. It's okay. It's a machine doing it, but but, but there's a, a there, person yeah. sitting behind every sewing machine. Uh, you got the upholstery. The packaging is is manual. Uh, the the wood cutting is partly CNC, but everything. Well, mostly what you cut by by the solid wood is uh, is also done by by hand. But some other furniture, other kind of furnitures, can be done less labor intensive yeah right? definitely definitely yeah. yeah depending like if you're making closets or or right, or, right. Uh, or uh, cabinets yeah or or cabinets or, or or even beds which are with veneer or, or something like that is less labor intensive but upholstered furniture it's it's almost impossible to and what about and what about the skills of the chinese uh, uh workers the professionals right i mean 2008 uh, you guys opened the factory here did you, the, the, the skill was already here or did they still need to learn? Well, that was one of the main reasons why my dad started here in Dalingshan because Dalingshan is actually the, like famous. furniture furniture town. It's it's uh, together with Foshan, they're the two most famous places in uh, in Guangdong province mm -hmm. uh, where furniture is being made. But... Um, so the skill was already. A, so the skill was basically already here, but now it is much, much more difficult to find to find workers, oh. because um, well, there are several things like like the the, the DDs and uh, Mate One. So the, for the people watching the apps, out of China, the the Chinese that Uber and the, the food delivery and everything, because those guys are are earning a quite good salary right. by and they're quite free. While while a worker who is working need in the factory would need to work hard, tiring, uh, specific skill. While okay for driving, your skill is driving, but it, it's one skill. While and, tomorrow and you make a different kind of sofa, you need different you kind of skill. This, I guess it's very interesting for some of the audience. Yeah, like probably in 2008, in 2008, when you guys opened the factory, I'm guessing that some people on the factory floor were making $200 a month. And now it's there's no way. It's yeah, much more. Yeah, right? it's much more. It's, it's much, much more. Well, uh, in furniture mainly we're paying in in, in piecework. Uh, so for every ah, every piece that the worker uh, makes by themselves, uh, they they get obviously so they have a minimum they have a minimum salary okay. per month. Uh, but then the idea is that if they work overtime or uh, then whatever they make extra, they so are it's, it's not paid exactly extra per hour, they, but it's kind of the same per unit. Yeah, well, incentive. Uh, if if you're working 
uh, more efficient, then you will you, you will earn more. more. So it's not only about uh, how how quick you are, but also the efficient uh, how efficient you make it. Uh, this is an, uh, an old system. You've done it this way for a long time, or is there something? It, w it was since the beginning. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, it's not always the best system, but in in, in that point of view, it's very hard in China to <laughs> to find the the, the right the right, the right uh, payment system right. because sometimes it's better to motivate people with the more you make, but then. Uh, your your quality is is uh, being affected by it, so you you need to find a way that also, hey, if the quality is not good, then it will affect your piecework like that. So it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very complicated. So what do you do with? I uh, say it's more difficult to find the right people these days. Uh, I know that from many companies. I think mm -hmm. Fernando knows too. And uh, w w what? How do you find people? Right people? Do you need to? I mean, it's one of the big challenges now. Well, right? in, in general, obviously, the salaries are, are higher. Going also, higher and higher. the reason, I think the, the, the biggest reason why the salaries are higher, because that's what I wanted to say as well, is that there are big uh, companies in technology uh, that, that, that came to Dongguan uh, because Shenzhen became right. too expensive. expensive and, and they come, Dongguan is the closest uh, city, big city close by, by Shenzhen, which is much cheaper, uh, which makes that yeah, they're attracting a lot of the workers. And for technology, uh, the, the people basically don't need to have any skill. They are they're all day long drilling the same screw or all day long mm -hmm. clipping the same clip or, or and, and doing the same thing. They're sitting in, in a very nice environment, AC, uh, clean. And I mean, furniture making, if you're, you're sending wood, you can be wearing a mask, you can do whatever you want, but still you're in that environment that 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 is, is much more intensive. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously for, for the companies in technology, they, they have such a high margins that they are, it's easier for them to pay a good salary right so, so that's basically uh, how the technology transfer happens they so cannot like they 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 pay ping right, they so pay people a little bit more and then so you basically uh, need to pay higher and higher <laughs> well that's, that's one that's of the, the things but also one, one of the reasons one of the ways we we attract people is is try to improve the the environment as well uh, it's not only because if you see in some factories it's it's really very poor environment and and so this is something in different yeah, ways. Yeah, okay. and have it clean have good food because okay. that's one of the the most right. important things it's <laughs> it's is the food people oh. are living here they eat here three three times a day so so that's all right cool as well. well um we're gonna take a very short break and we're gonna come back talk more about furniture in china so don't yes. go anywhere and we are back with of course china so Brem, uh, uh, just before the break, we were talking about the labor and uh, I wanted to ask about, um, since everything is made now in China, uh, a lot of things, right? Uh, you guys started here in 2008 and I don't know when they started to make furniture in China uh, before Ooh, that. That's uh, hard for me to, probably to answer. Quite, quite long before yeah, that, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm quite sure. And, yeah. and nowadays in Europe, I mean, same with shoes in other countries, right? Uh, with furniture, are there any more uh, professional people that can really make furniture the same way they make it here? Well, I, I think most of the people who, who are still in furniture are, are like previous generation. There are still some young people doing it, but but it's it's yeah less and less and also in schools there are not too many schools that are, are teaching furniture making like in the old times it was basically what carpenters yeah making yeah. furniture yeah. in workshops yeah. everywhere and you probably don't see much of that anymore no, no it's, it's becoming more of of an art or a passion yeah right. definitely like like you said before with recovering a sofa that's that's really becoming uh, 
how to yeah, find how to find and and also becoming more expensive because and, it's a very and young people are not going to pick it up and do it themselves in the garage anymore <laughs> this is like they're in their phones i know no. one guy of my age back in uh, in belgium in uh, in my hometown that does it but, but he's into uh, it though it's a passion yeah he likes it yeah yeah right yeah. but yeah i think it's the same thing as me there are a lot of businesses where the new generation doesn't want to do take over the business of right, the, of the right. old generation anymore. and 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 how about uh, pollution right because i mean you know you have a lot of news china and pollution and all the factories and actually you know you've been here eight years I've been here a long time it's it's gotten so much better right how is this industry with pollution furniture uh, well, furniture, of course, is a very, very wide group. Um, right. I mean, b- because you got, yeah, you got painted furniture. You got, but I mean, the actual making furniture, I guess, less than the, than the materials you need for the furniture, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for us, for us, uh, I think the pollution we have here of the factory is very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have. Um, uh, a vacuum machine uh, in the in the wood department, which is uh, sucking all the is filtering all the the, 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 the air and, and taking all the particles out, and then it's is going in a right. in a silo. Um, and for the rest, uh, it's it's really it's very good. very minimal. Uh, the glue, but the glue we use is water based. Um, so you so yeah, you most still of the try things, to uh, be as, as uh, definitely yeah. yeah that's I mean. Polluting. It's 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 more and more important. Is there it's a requirement that the government check sometimes? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and the hard thing is that in China they're really really trying to do a lot of efforts to catch up on on the environmental issues, which makes that that yeah every year there are new changes and there are new things and you need to follow new rules, which in some way it's a good thing, right? Uh, but in another way it's also affecting uh, productivity. It's affecting uh, yeah your your, your cost and it's a ch- it's definitely a challenge as well. Customers care about this uh, there are definitely there are customers that, that that care about it and then there are other customers that only care about the product and only and the care money about, and about and the, cost. The, the cost yeah sure it's like when when you make a product that you can actually label and market as hey this is environment friendly yes. for this particular reason or this particular right. uh, I don't right. know, aspect of the environment then uh, you can get customers that go and buy that for that particular reason so but, but then making the wood and the leather even more right um what do you do you um what do you check when you pick a supplier and stuff like that do you in terms of environment yeah yeah we, environment. we're obviously always always careful uh, the wood we buy definitely is always uh, coming from from uh, sustainable forests um the leather is the same thing we work with tanneries that guarantee uh, to to work according to the the regulations and also uh, yeah deforesting and and yeah what, what is everything. a sustainable forest Sustainable yeah, forest means that that they, uh, for every tree that is being cut, ah. that they are they are planting at least one. But is one there, new are, there are there rules about it? Do you have to? Not every company does it, or well, not everybody does it. But that's it. Ah, okay. I think, okay. I think so yeah, it's, it's more about countries. Wherever you operate, whatever the country operates, they have certain standards. So regulations. Yeah. You you cut, you plant one or two or whatever. Right. Yeah, but um, the the big conflict that there is in in Brazil basically is that Brazil is huge for leather and uh, beef and whatnot. So they're cutting the forest yeah, to make more room for more cattle. Oh. So it's like that balance of more cattle or more trees. That's yeah, that's what I meant just now. But but yeah, we work like we carefully select our tanneries uh, that we work with. Uh, it's definitely it's it's not uh, not a marketing thing or it's not. It's just a 
something that, that mm -hmm. we care about, that we really, my dad as well is always with everything since I'm a kid, he always uh, about small things, switch off the light and, and, and now even more is always uh, mm -hmm. make sure to, to don't waste any materials, don't, so we're really, really focused on that. And obviously uh, wasting materials is bad for the environment and is also bad for, bad your for the company. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> right. it's, it's a combination of, right. of the two. So, yeah. so, so leather, yeah, leather is a big, uh, very polluting industry, right? Yeah, in because general. of the, 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 the chrome. Uh, but there are now new techniques, techniques as well where they, they make leather without the, the, the use of chrome. Uh, so that's definitely something I'm looking into, uh, but that's still in, in its uh, first footsteps. So I don't I know mean, if you, you heard about that, but um, Elon Musk is promoting his uh, leather in the car, which is not leather. It's like Oh. Call him what is it? The impossible leather? leather <laughs> or vegetarian? I, I excuse me if I'm just not saying the right thing. But it's leather that is not leather. It's from the cows that make the impossible meat. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> it's, it's, it's from pu cows. You know? <laughs> cows. It's, it's a good invention. <laughs> no, but um, have you heard about that? Or is there is that there been any implementation into furniture? Yeah, I've heard about it. Obviously, there are already a lot of implementations of of. Uh, of, of PVCs, PUs, and, and, and that kind of so material. the technology evolved. The technology evolves a lot, uh, but still it, it depends a lot to which custom, country sorry, you, you sell to, because every country, China is very humid, uh, gets very hot in winter, gets very cold. Uh, so, so in every country, a material is, is, uh, is a, having different effects, is, 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 uh, is, is uh, more yeah, or less yeah. successful. Yeah. Or uh, so yeah, that's, that's one of the things. So we are selling in, in many different countries. But yeah, for us, I'm sorry for the vegans, but yeah, but, uh, but yeah most of the, of the people in, in upholstered furniture uh, have a heart for well, leather as well. well. For the consumer, right? Like me, you know, you don't really know much about it. What is the difference between buying a, a, a leather sofa to what I remember the, the term pleather, right? Like mm, uh, PU leather. or whatever, <laughs> PVC, yeah. right? Like in terms of what, like how long I, I you know, this sofa will hold well, or what, what is the difference? Like if I buy a leather sofa, how long do you think it will be no problem? If, if you buy a leather sofa and you buy like really, really a good leather. Good leather sofa, yeah. It can last a lifetime easily. Okay. Um, the, the, the problem is that also in leather, there are a lot of different, different techniques and different leathers, mm. uh, right. which like one of the most uh, common things is the peeling on, peeling off of, of leather. The, the way with Yeah, what, what, what people talk about. That's actually not your leather that is peeling off, that is the color layer that, that they, on ah. that type of leather that they put ah, on top, okay. that is coming loose of your leather because of humidity, because of temperature, because of using of wrong products or whatever. Uh, so I'm, I prefer much more semi-analine and analine leathers, which are much, much more, uh, yeah, natural. Uh, and then you're talking about the leather itself, the material itself, and and leather is is during, undestroyable. Uh, during it's, the preparation, you, can, you were telling us about this. I don't know if you guys get to see that. That chair, he said, that's his chair, <laughs> and you were telling us about this uh, analine leather. Analine? analine leather, yeah. Analine. Um, and analine. you were telling us some of the characteristics of this particular kind of leather that it just it gets stained. It's just natural. It doesn't have any. And it's cheaper to make, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe not. I don't know. No, because because the selection of heights is much higher. Because ah. in this kind of leather, so what they do with with most of the leathers is what we call pigmented leathers. They they put they a cover. cover. They cover 
most yeah a lot of uh, different color ah, colors okay. or small scars uh, you you will barely see you get because they they sword. print so, so first they put put a layer of of uh, of paint and then they 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 put the print they emboss the print into the leather which makes that you see much less so since of the this scar. is not finished and not processed you're still trying to get the best pieces harder to find that's yeah, what you mean? because you need less scars. You need right. uh, also in leather you have right. brand marks. Right. So and if the, the 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 cows are being sold from from one farm owner to they another one, more. they have more brand marks. Ah. So if you have three brand marks on a height, you waste a lot of of your leather. So you need you need cows with less brand marks, uh, with less scars. And I learned everything. about I learned a little bit about um, cattle that uh, is attacked by ticks. It's it's so uh -huh. bad for leather yes. because it leaves a scar. Yeah. So wow. yeah, and there are other insect bites as well that are affecting. Uh, also, um, that's why the 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 cattle from from South America very often is uh, is much more the hides are much, uh, much more often damaged because a lot of them have have the the horns yeah so so they will fight with each other and they mm -hmm. will will damage the hide uh, the barbed wire and just exactly be good cows. Yeah. It, it all it, it all <laughs> depends how well they are treated and and our but in in South America it's a, it's a, it's a side product main because the main product is the meat mm -hmm. uh, so in in a lot of in Europe, it's they really treat the leather very well. That's why the European hides are are much more expensive as so well. So just before we go more into maybe leather and your actual products, um, what about PU? Um, is it PU PVC? Which one more? Uh, it's it's different. Sport? It's a different production PVC and and what's the difference and, and between PU, PU and PVC? Uh, PVC is is a much more chemical, but will last. Much longer than uh, than than PU as well, uh, like for, uh, sorry specifically for uh, when it's humid, uh, PVC is is uh, is better than PU. But PU is mainly the, softer than 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 PVC. The, the shaving or how do you call it the the, the things that for, so like I got a PU sofa and it's way more than leather. It's yeah, like of course. it's like what's this? You have dirt on your shoes? <laughs> no, it's the sofa. I mean, <laughs> so like that that has a very short uh, life. Yeah, but and uh, specifically here in China because of the humidity, mm. uh, that's and and the, the change in temperature as well because right. you have very high. Yeah, so I send it to you to upholster with leather. <laughs> <laughs> Bram, um, I remember when when we were starting to to do our preparation, we were talking about I can't think of a brand of furniture. It's not a thing that that's in on top of my head, um, and you are currently trying to start your own brand. Um, is it only in China or internationally as well? No, internationally. Um, well, start my own brand. We we have some brands, but uh, we have never really focused focused on on really creating our brand. Branding. Am but, I yeah, am I an exception? I mean, um, is, what is are it the normal? famous? What are the famous brands? Oh, that you can say, like, um, really like. Pol Poltrona Frau. Uh, and we don't know. B&B <laughs> no, um, Italia. Now I'm, I'm saying the Italian yes, ones, yes. Uh, which Italian furniture is is, uh, is is very famous because they are very good at marketing as okay. well. Natuzzi is one of the big ones. Okay. Uh, Cheers, you guys will probably know. Is in in America is quite big and and no no and no. no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm not lying well, to you. Maybe I couldn't we, think of one brand. Maybe if we had more money, Fernando, we knew. <laughs> well, Cheers is not an expensive one. Is is uh, but, uh, but we know, yeah, we know it's Ikea. Sounds like like bar furniture. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there are some brands. What obviously. is what is your brand? 
Modulax. Well, it's Modulax by Medalanger is, uh, is is so Medalanger is the big company, the mother company. Yes, yes, it's and it's also company. a brand of the furniture. Uh, yeah, it's also brand it's also of, but um, so most of our furniture was made under that collection. Now the Modulax collection. Uh, I'm doing separate because it's a specific mechanism. Uh, it's a That's specific only the recliners? style. Yeah, there we, we're only doing Recliner. recliners. Well, for the, the Asian market, because in Asia, people are really looking for the complete set. We're going to, to, to combine uh, other, other uh, furniture other as well. that you make. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's your own brand. I yeah. mean, it's... it's not your family's brand is your own brand well, modulax is 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 still uh is still under a family to. is still is still uh, uh family owned is in the, in the same company uh but i'm doing the designs i think what you're talking about is is the it's another one an, yeah another it's company another one. <laughs> in, so what's the other one well the slide furniture that's a slide company furniture. i started that's another uh, one together with a partner right yeah. so so what what uh since since you saw that we don't know brands of furniture yeah. um it's probably very difficult to do marketing for furniture brands well, how is it well i think the hardest part is also because in 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 all different countries there are a lot of different styles while with the phone a phone is a phone oh. uh, a computer is a computer but in the us uh, the styles are completely different than in Europe and even within Europe between Belgium and Holland and Germany and France we also have a lot of different styles uh, different materials different so if you do marketing, it's much less international. That's why the, the Italian brands are, are quite good because once one, the Italians are, are just good at marketing in general. Um, and and two, it's, yeah, they are- because they are famous for design maybe? That's yeah, why yeah, Italian yeah, design. Yeah, also, art. yeah, design yeah. And, and, and marketing and, and talking about themselves, <laughs> <laughs> how good they are. <laughs> El mio so they are, they, are, they are the famous one for furniture? Yeah, they're quite famous, yeah, uh, especially a poster furniture as well oh, yeah okay yeah. so 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 this model x uh, uh brand you started this last year right well it was an existing brand um okay. which which uh, yeah now we, you we revive we, it. yeah we're uh, reviving okay. it with a new collection yeah, and what is special with this uh with these uh, recliners i mean uh we tried it it's really comfortable so you, you know what's you know, so special I, told, <laughs> I already told you usually we take samples home but you say timbutong <laughs> doesn't, okay. doesn't fit in my car <laughs> We'll get a DD. But <laughs> I, I, I can make a deal. If you guys keep the audio equipment and the video equipment here, then you no, no, can no. take one side. So what is unique? What, what is special in your... Well, in this case, it's a, it's a motorized uh, recliner with three motors, um, which one of the three motors is uh, to open the footstool. The other one is for the backrest. And then the, the very specific uh, thing about this one is that the the third motor is uh, creating extra inclination. Mm -hmm. So if you sit in the maximum oh, position, okay, like you get in the hard balance position. Yeah, is what we call. What is that? Yeah, then, uh, so if you sit in the hard balance position, you're laying back uh, maximum inclination, your legs the highest and your back uh, back the most. And then your feet come at the same level as your heart, which makes that, ah. yeah, that's okay. why a hard heart balance. balance. Yes. Yeah. I was what? thinking hard balance, like hard to achieve that balance. No, no, no. Hard, hard, hard balance. Yes. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> you're, so you're hard and your your feet are at the same level, which makes that your heart doesn't have to work as hard to. So you uh, so you do marketing for heart condition. 
people? <laughs> well, actually, um, this is something that in the market is already being told by a lot of brands okay. uh, about this kind of, of uh, products. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, we are actually in, uh, in clinical trials for the moment uh, because a lot of brands are saying that it's the case, which actually now I'm doing myself as well. Uh, but I really want to be able to prove and say, like, listen, we did clinical trials with our chairs, and and, and this does have an and effect. And it really has this. So effect. basically, you achieve a lower heartbeat in a way, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Uh, your, your, yeah, and your body is more. recovering quicker, and, right. and yeah, in a more relaxed so it, state. So basically, for the regular person, it's just more relaxed to be in that state. Yeah. Exactly. More relaxing. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Uh, are there? You were talking about different markets and what different people want. Um, in in America, for example, I remember watching Friends, and when they got the lazy boys lazy or lazy boys. whatever. That's, that's the one I know. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the only <laughs> brand that I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They still what exist, what so do they know. want in America that that is different from your, for example, speakers or I don't know Wi-Fi? What I don't. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, the biggest difference, in my opinion, is comfort. Uh -huh. uh, Americans like very soft yes. uh, comfort, where Europeans like a little bit uh, more firm uh, comfort. More like China? No, uh, not that much. No, not say. that much. Like, let's say, <laughs> let's say, in between. Uh, yeah, yeah true. like Europe is in between the US and, <laughs> and America. America right? is like so, really yeah. soft. Like, like it almost feels wrong a little bit. Like mm -hmm. that can be that You're healthy. Sleeping on a hammock. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not soft, right? You know, like they want that cushion that is super soft, right? Yeah. And this is not. Uh, so this is one of the main differences. That's one of the main differences. Another difference, in my opinion, is that is the style of sofas that that in general are are. Like the lazy boys are, are much yeah. more oh, sorry uh, are, are yeah bigger and and yeah more more voluminous bulky, bulky yeah yeah. What's your take on on these? Because we were talking about this one and you mentioned something about massage um, integrating massage into this chair. I don't know if that's a secret. We could cut this, um, <laughs> but is that a big market? Massage especially for chairs? the for the Asian market. It's, I know it's you go to any sure mall, any supermarket, yeah, and you see people like. I don't know anymore. Do they not have it back home? Airport? No. I, I don't know. We haven't been At back least home. In my, I, I was there in 2018 and I don't remember seeing this, but in Asia, any mall, any supermarket, there's and there's the uncles and the aunties. <laughs> Personally, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't like that so much. I mean, definitely would prefer to just pay someone and go to a proper massage. But uh, you say no, Asian well, markets. Yeah, but what we're well, what I'm doing is integrating. The first thing I want to integrate is is uh, a lumbar, uh, so which gives you more uh, support, support in, in your lower yeah. back. Yeah. So this is something that I strongly believe that internationally will be something interesting, and a massage specifically. Yeah, for the for the Asian market, Asia is, is so big, and, yeah. and just China How, is such is a big part of the world. Is it difficult to integrate? Uh, it's, it's quite it's difficult, yeah, especially be, because uh, a lot of the uh, of the brands that that uh, use massage, yeah, the, the chairs are, are very bulky and they're closed until the floor. So for me, the idea is to to, to make it to stylish. bring to bring design and and, and massage. And you have and you have a, you have a remote control, which I'm sure some some you're not the first one, I guess, right? Um, so you say you're doing the massage. What else can you integrate to a thing like this? Now it, it makes me think about the difference with America. Right? They would want a beer holder or something. Yeah. You know? That's that's uh -huh. something very typical for America. Is the is the cup holders and, and the and fridge and the, and the, 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 the beer, uh, you know, any speaker or remote maybe a phone control, charger, remote or something. control holder, comfort speakers, comfort in 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 expense of you know other things. I yeah, guess. in expense of design. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, you yeah. know. But I think for European maybe 
the case you still want it to be classic or elegant yeah yeah more clean and and yeah do people uh in europe have recliners and have your home or is it is it common uh yeah well in europe it's, we sell them quite well but what what people do very often is they they get a sofa and then they they the add one recliner which is not necessarily of the same set so you put the sofa and then later people okay i'm gonna get a recliner to watch tv or or something like that well, so when you also with all the regular sofas right the three and two seaters and um i guess you need to think differently when it's like do maybe americans like more to lie on their sofa or something like, it's different kind of sofas right but that kind of recliners you have in europe as well but but less uh people in Europe are more and more looking for for yeah cleaner and lower backrest and this kind so when when you do a design and and you want to have comfort it's something that 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 is very hard uh, to, to to combine because design nowadays is low backrests low armrest low seating even uh, well yeah if you want to have comfort you actually need support for your back you need a higher a higher backrest uh, you design, higher you design with different you design different products or different markets or we do design different products for different different markets but obviously uh, we we try to work with the markets that that that, yeah, are, that are leaning towards each other mm. uh, style wise so i wanted to i wanted to ask you one question um is it easy is it common to get your designs copied Very I common. mean, in China, you always hear that, oh, they copy everything. Uh, is it something that happens here? Yeah, it's definitely something th that happens. And, and that's why, uh, for, for us, the most important thing is as a foreign company is to always... Be ahead. Uh, yeah, be ahead and, and, and be on a innovative. So that's what we're trying to do with, with this. We're selling those recliners really well. So that's why now we're working on the massage, we're working on other integrations and other... And, and we can... How long can does it take to, to, to reverse engineer a design? Oh, it's very, very quick. You like, buy one and... Yeah, I mean, if if you have the the design, then it takes two days, and and you For have a, a copy next. <laughs> and that's another reason why branding is so important, right? Yeah, I mean, if if a product is branded and you are the first with something then you are known for yeah, bringing yeah, that exactly. and, and you're known for bringing of being exactly. innovative. So and that's one of the reasons why why I really want to create more a brand so so it's known not necessarily in 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 the in the retail world but at least B2B that you're known like okay that that brand is known for for innovating um you also showed us during the preparation um this particular app that you have developed or you are developing which basically allows people to just match whatever furniture you produce that's in your database to their own space um could you tell us a little bit about that yeah so so we did develop it's finished uh and it's it's on the app store we're painting coffee and grapes yeah um <laughs> So it is finished, uh, and it's specifically for for the recliners uh, for now because uh, obviously it's it's a big investment uh, to to do this to to make all the samples in 3D. Uh, but yeah, the idea is especially because, like I just said, people buy a recliner to add to their mm -hmm. existing setting. Uh, the the hardest part is you already have a sofa in a certain color, a carpet, curtains, wall color, and a certain setting. And the hardest part is okay, how are, how how are we going to add that into our setting? going to match so what the app is doing you can choose one of the the models you can choose it in the material and in the color you want and then you can see 
it in AR in your own living room. So you one can see one. on the screen one to one. One yeah. of the main questions for, for, for me when I buy any kind of furniture is like, will it fit? Will it fit? Will it fit? Uh, bring the tape. Uh, so Size-wise uh, as yeah, well. Exactly. Size-wise as well. So, so so the app is actually asking you to, to go around with the camera. So it's measuring the points ah, uh, ah, okay. around. And then and then once that's done, you get a red circle and then you press on the, on the screen and then wherever you press where your red circle is on that point, so you, you do will it, place you the you recliner. do it when you're home. You just get your app, you look at your living room, and you do well, it there before you go to the store or... Well, the idea for us is that, first of all, it's a, it's a tool that will help for the for the retail stores because the, the salespeople now, they all have an iPhone or they have a, a phone or they yeah. have an iPad or whatever. And they, in first case, they get to show to their customer a product in a different color. So I have it in my shop in black, but I can show it in ah, white, right, in red, right, in blue, right. in, in any kind of color um, or different designs. I have one specific design here, but I also have the same design with a different armrest and I can show you the product in 3D That's on true. the screen. That's true. And the next step is then that people can go home, they can download the app and they can try it in their home because then you can see, oh, okay, it's matching and you can literally walk around the chair. So once it's placed, into your living room, you can walk around it, you can go closer, you can go further but then, away. But then you, you showed us, sorry, that you can actually recline it and you can open yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, like, cool. So you actually see whether it, if... Exactly. But then, but then logically, you are home. Okay, I know about you, you did marketing, I know about Modelogs, I know you have the um, this app. I'm, I'm at, at my home, looking at my living room, doing that. This is the one, logically, buy online. Yeah, we ourselves, we are not selling online. You're not. So that's something... And you're not planning to. So, no, because we want to be fair to, to our retailers. Okay. We want to be... Uh, that, that's for us very important to, to be correct. Um, obviously, okay. there will be the possibility for our retailers to sell online. Uh, if they have our our agreement, this is very but, nice of you. I mean, I would say again, one of the reasons why it's interesting to, to do branding because you can you can uh, basically uh, decide uh, the the price point that something will be will be sold in the market, and you can tell your dealers like, hey, you cannot sell under that under. price. And, and uh, so I avoid. guess that in another in another sense, you get people to work for you when you don't buy past well, them. For, for sure, so the there's also is other less. things, right? I mean, it's not like you can just do it right away. You need to develop some system and warehousing or whatever but, you need to. But we do have the warehousing. We right. do have stock in Europe. So every everything that the retailers want to buy, so we could so theoretically... So we, we talk again we'll, in 10 years. But theoretically, we could perfectly... Tomorrow, we, start, we could start selling online and we, we could, can deliver. Right. We could, but, but then you're killing your own business because then the retailers, they will find out, they so, will stop so buying as long your as the product and it are, will not be in the shops as anymore. long as the retailers are, are strong enough for you and you are fair with them and it's exactly, a system yeah. that you want to maintain well we are retail our a retailer ourselves and we know how it is if if, right. if the, the the supplier goes behind your back and and sells it online uh, that's that's what happens in a lot of uh, yeah all right with a lot of cool. businesses right. today. guys we are going to take another short another break, break and we're going to be back with you in a second don't go anywhere all right, guys, and we're back with Bram. Bram, um, when we were doing the preparation, I heard you speaking Chinese. You've been here since 2012. That's eight years. What's your level of competence in terms of? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it uh, LinkedIn Chinese? Like I can I can speak Chinese on LinkedIn, or is it like really Chinese? Beginner. I can I can speak. I can manage. I'm I'm talking with workers. I'm I'm talking with managers and and. Okay, I'm not an expert because I never had any classes actually. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I I just 
from the beginning I had an assistant translating and listening what she says. I said this, she said that, okay, and then picking up like that step by step. So I never really studied Chinese, I just you picked it you up. Said you, speak, so I can, you speak Dutch and you speak... Uh, Flemish. Uh, yeah, Flemish. Dutch, Flemish, Flemish. yeah. It's, it's and you speak uh, French. French, yeah. And English. English, So yeah. everybody in, in, in Belgium speak three languages? Or a lot um, of people at least? Especially in the, in, the, in the north part, uh, most of the people can speak French as well. South part, the people who speak French, not a lot can speak So coming from a country French. like Belgium, I think it prepares you better to pick up another language? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, I'm quite sure. Even, uh, you know, it's, it's just our mentality. When we go on holiday to, to, to Spain or wherever you go, uh, after two days you're already hola, dos cervezas. Una cerveza. Por, uh, yeah, dos. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so you picked it up. You picked up Chinese, um, and we have a lot of guests like that. Uh, we keep making us feel bad, me and Fernando, because yeah. <laughs> you know our Chinese is not great. But um, so you you actually use it every day in the factory with 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 the workers. Yeah, I do, and and I try to to use it more and more because because still translating is is. Uh, is still not always the best way to, to, to communicate with somebody. I really want to be able to, to, to sometimes like let them know my feeling and let them know how I, and even though I'm not using the, the right words always, but they... I bet you know a lot of uh, furniture Chinese. Do you, yes, socialize, do you socialize with foreigner or Chinese uh, the same amount or more with foreigners, more with Chinese? In the beginning, more with, with, with foreigners, definitely, because in the beginning you don't speak any Chinese, but now more and more with, uh, with Chinese as well. I, uh, I used to play volleyball uh, back in Belgium, yeah. and for many, many years I've been trying to find a volleyball team here in China, but I couldn't find. And then about a year ago, uh, I accidentally found uh, a volleyball team they're all well, here yeah here in Dongguan I, in, saw, in I, saw, I saw on social media on today Where? that you got some second place some something. yeah second place Do with you have the a factory Dongguan, team now uh, or, yeah, oh no it's, it's not it's, a factory uh, uh, recruits but you're the sponsor <laughs> yes yes okay. well yeah your yeah, sponsor is just I the, used the, to play volleyball in in high school and university and I actually really love it but when I play volleyball with Chinese people I hate it when they go like eh like, oh, come oh, on, the you guys, guys have I, a national team and eh. Trust me, the guys <laughs> I play with, you will not feel like that. They're, they're really good. Really? They're really? Yeah, some of them are really so good. So tell me about that team. I mean, where do they play? How often do they play? Could they, I join? Yeah, definitely. If you want to join, no problem. They're, they're playing I'm tonight. I'm a setter, actually. okay? Don't, don't <laughs> no, ask me no to worries. jump. No worries. Um, but I actually accidentally found them. We, we One day with a bunch of foreigners, we played. And then there was a women team who was playing just before us. We started talking. And then we joined once. And we joined once with, with quite a lot of foreigners. But then the rest just stopped playing. I'm the only foreigner right now. Well, there's one other American guy, but he's back in the U.S. now. He's, uh, he's stuck in the U.S. But, uh, but yeah, and that's why, so to come back to your question, that's why I'm, I'm getting more and more Chinese friends. Because then after volleyball, you go to have a drink or, or to eat something together. How, how, is, how is socializing with Chinese? Um, you know, some of our audience watching this have never been to China even. Um, and, you know, we know a lot of foreigners that uh, complain, mm -hmm. you know, frustrated with things. Um, how, how is the experience for you? You know, um, you've been here a long time and I know that you like it here. So I guess that's not the case, what I say. No, definitely not. I, I, I mean, I, re I really have a bunch of really, really good friends. And the nice thing is when they start 
inviting you at home, they cook traditional food, they take you to those hole-in-the-wall places that you they would know. never go by yourself, but they have been going there for 10, 15 years already, sure. and it's like you get the best food possible and the best drinks possible and, and whatever, so I, I really love it. I really, really And that's still your, your question, okay? If you guys are following our channel, this is something that Ziv is always asking. When you tell Chinese people that you are from Belgium, what's the stereotype? What do they say? Oh, you must be, what? Chocolate? Cho <laughs> chocolate, and and, really? uh, and I mostly add beer to that. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah, but yeah, cho chocolate is, chocolate yeah. Is, is, yeah, Belgium is, is uh, for chocolate. But what else? Beer. What else in Belgium? I mean, as Belgian people, I mean. Well, there's one, there's one, one story I'm gonna tell that all my friends that are gonna watch this are gonna do really again, but <laughs> to- Different audience. <laughs> very important French fries are called French fries because the American had them in the French part of Belgium. So they should be called Belgian fries. <laughs> okay. and, and in Belgium, we have like the best French fries ever. We do have you like guys some do the, the thing where you mix them with, uh, what's the vinegar that the British no, do? No, 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 or, no. Or what are they doing uh, in Holland? We, fr we fry them in lard. Ah, that's, ah. that is good, good drink. Yeah. And we fry them twice. So you fry them once at a lower temperature to get them soft on the inside, and then the second time on a higher temperature to get them crispy and like golden brown. So, on the, the, so the famous American food is French fries coming from, from Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Interesting. Talking so, about IP theft. So is chocolate really that good? I mean, uh, the Chinese people ask you to bring them some chocolate? Well, uh, I always, I always bring my, yeah, I, I mean, like half of my luggage is, is chocolates, I think. Yeah. Uh, half but of my luggage is coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Mine's horse, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, Belgium is known for coffee as well. For real? Yeah, but okay, we don't have the coffee beans, but for processing coffee. To, for making. making. <laughs> yeah, for, but for making well, we good coffee. Some, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, in Belgium, we're good at processing What's stuff. What's your favorite better. food here in China? Oh, I love dim, dim sum. Dim sum. Dim sum. I really, really love it. Good dim sum. When you, when you got here first, uh, the 2012, for the first uh, few months, did you like Chinese food in the beginning? I was very hard. Yeah, in the, in hard, the very right? beginning, I mean, it, it was so strange eating hot, hot stuff in the morning. And, and I mean, I, I was not used... In Belgium, we eat like bread twice a day. With butter. And then we have, yeah, and then we have a hot meal most of the time once a day yeah. and here in China it's just three times of the day it's a hot meal right. and it was that was like the one of the biggest culture shocks for me um, and then yeah the different kinds and the different ways to cook stuff but now man I wouldn't want to trade it for, for, for <laughs> any money in the world I, I love it I, I, I actually recently I've been thinking several times like sitting in a restaurant and thinking like or, or this week I went uh, to eat at Selena's home, uh, like, and, and her husband and her, her uh, parents-in-law cooked. And I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself, I was looking at the food and I was thinking to myself, there was no way eight years ago I would go. Right. Like, I think it, it's a it, very it's common uh, experience. Yeah. For me, it's, it's the same, yeah. right? But I mean, you, I would say- You incorporate things into you. And, and then, then when you leave China, you're like, oh, I miss It's the first thing I miss. <laughs> not chicken feet. That's you, that's you, not me. But I do miss Chinese food when I'm not in China. But I mean, uh, so other things, you know, you're running a factory, right? That must be um, hard work, I would assume, right? Yeah, Long yeah. hours. So what other things you, you, you get to do living in China? As a foreigner, you, you love it, right? You said, 
Um, what are the reasons you love it for living here? Obviously, it's a very beautiful country. There are a lot of, of, of nice, nice things to see. Uh, the culture, you the people. A lot? I try to, but I work a lot, <laughs> so so that's. Uh, I travel more and more also to visit potential customers within China, but yeah, if you're traveling for work, you yeah. always see a little bit of the culture, but you never really see see what you want to see. Um, and yeah, everywhere you go, the food is different as well. What a lot of people don't understand, like in Europe. When when somebody says Chinese food, we all think of the the the, yeah. the, the Chinese food place with like the, the noodles in Is boxes it like the and, US? and stuff. Europe, European but Chinese it's food. A little, it's a little bit different, but 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 anyway, the concept is the same. It's all every Chinese restaurant is like they don't the understand same, there is a lot same, of uh, same menu. Yeah. yeah, and 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 the thing is in China, what people don't understand is like in in Europe, every single country has a lot of different types of food, and then and and China is so much bigger than Europe, so every different province and then every different city has different typical uh, dishes and everything so so yeah everywhere you go you go from from an an edible spicy food to, yeah. to, to, to sweet to just to yesterday after and I've been here for 20 years yesterday I was learning about Sichuan hot pot and I'm like what like they have this hot pot with nine different levels of spices mm. I'm like, okay, that's a new thing for me. Sichuan. Just yesterday. Yep. The, the Sichuan, I mean, there's always Chongqing, this argument. I think? Was there's always Chongqing? the argument, what's, what's the spiciest food in China? Uh -huh. Is it Sichuan or Hunan? Yeah. Right? I don't know, what would you say? Do you eat spicy food? I don't know, maybe it's the, the Hunan food dipped in the Sichuan <laughs> <laughs> hot pot. <laughs> I think Sichuan, I think Sichuan. I, ca I cannot eat spicy food, unfortunately, because I have a bad stomach. Um, Same here. Yeah. Uh, if Give I, it all to yeah, me, it's okay. If, if, I love it, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I've been in Chengdu like like a month or two months ago or something, and uh, I had Sichuan hot pot there, and it was really funny because there were two massive, massive hot pots, like, like sorry, <laughs> almost bigger than, than this table, two next to each other, and then I was like, one tiny small with pot no inside with not spicy, and that was for me. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two, the very big ones, they were like, they were so spicy, literally, I cannot describe it in any other way than it was, it looked like boiling blood. That's that's how it looked. Sichuan. It was like, and and even like the thickness. It's yeah. it's not like like water, but yeah. it's like yeah. really thick and spicy. It's really the, the, the worst thing that I've had is like when it starts to boil, right? Like the vapor, it starts to come out, and sometimes it blows into yeah, your yeah. eyes. You're like, what the heck? Yeah, it's <laughs> is very very spicy. But uh, like I always say, what's the what's the deal with going to a restaurant and cook for yourself anyway? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a game with the hot. I love hot pot, man. Yeah, I, I got to like hot pot as well. Thanks to the guys from volleyball, by the way. Uh, so. <laughs> what about Belgians in China? I mean, Belgians. Um, are there many? Fair, Where fair. are they? We're so few in our country. How can we be many outside? <laughs> more in my country. <laughs> yeah, a little true. bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the population of Belgium? Uh, about 11, 11 million, eleven something million. So like Dongcheng, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dongguan has more. For sure. Well, I don't know how many officially in Dongguan, but probably but, around uh, the same. I would say not officially. Yeah, maybe but officially, I'll say maybe 10, it's, no, 10, I think unofficially, I think it will be probably even thirteen more. or fourteen. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, with all the so, factories. So I mean, are you involved? Like, uh, there is there like a chamber of Commerce. Uh, uh, there, there is a chamber of commerce. Kind of yeah, it's it's a combination of Belgium and and Holland. Um, the only issue for me is that they are located in Guangzhou and in Shenzhen. Right. And the events are often like on a weekday in the evening or 
excuse me and for me a friday is a weekday as well like sure saturday is a working day for me right. so so if on friday they're doing an event then and and it's yeah driving to guangzhou by the time you're in the center of guangzhou it's two hours so it's it's very difficult for me to to be able but to like you said there are and, not and many uh, people from your country in china so it, there must be not many fully owned companies fully owned foreign companies from your countries in china you're probably one of yeah, one, one of, of the only ones. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there are too many. So too is, many is, is it is it famous in 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 Belgium for being a company that's uh, heavily in China? Uh, uh, is it? Well, in in the furniture business, yes. Uh, obviously, outside of the furniture business, it's it's. Uh, I mean, you guys don't even know any furniture brand, let alone <laughs> that, that everybody right. in Belgium would know that that, that that we that we are located in China. But, but you just right. mentioned that you it, drive. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, no, it, it, I'm, I'm joking, but it's, it's, yeah, that's one of the only things that I think I will never get used to in China mm. is the stress during the driving, especially now they're working on the road from home to uh, Yeah, we were like 45 to, minutes. So you, you drive every, every morning and, and evening you go back home. Yeah. How long does it take you? 20 to 30 minutes. I'm, I mean, I, I leave early and I, I well, I come and early times, and I leave late. So. How many times you swear? During these thirty minutes, <laughs> too often. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, it's it, the, the, swear, the swearing is okay. It's only like if they really, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, what about accidents? Have you ever had any accidents? This Car morning. Accident? This oh, I know. <laughs> really? No, no, but not not a bad accident. But I had a, a, a car Fen a car bender. hitting yeah. Yeah, while they're merging. Because I drove in here and I saw Bram and no car mm. there. Is mm. that why? Mm. <laughs> sorry, I drove oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, my lot. car. No, no, sorry. Okay, the parking space. I said Bram, and I'm like, no, no, oh, no, this no, is not, no, no, it's not, no, no. My car is okay, but it, oh. it, uh, it, it's parked at another. Uh, they, they went out with, yeah, they went out with it earlier today. What is the what, what is the uh, future of uh, of of the company in China? You think, and of you in China living here, um, eight years now in, what the future holds for you here and for the company? Well. I think a big part of that will also be decided uh, with about how well will we do on the local market and everything. Right. Because, uh, yeah, uh, the better we do the, on the local market, the longer I will stay. But in general, I think I will stay for a while. <laughs> I, I think it was still. You don't still see be, any reason yet to go back. Well, obviously, I miss my family. Uh, for me, family is really important. Uh, do they and, visit and, here? And, uh, um, yeah. Well, my dad obviously comes comes often, but uh, my brother came came twice since I'm here. Uh, but yeah, he has a, he has a son now, so it's it, on a it's, normal it's a season, not 2020. How often do you go back home? Uh, well, in the in the last two years, I, I went more often. Before, I used to go like like twice, and and every time would be for work mm -hmm. uh but but yeah la lately it's it's more often and and there are times that i go back uh like when when my when my dad had his i'm not gonna say your age dad it's okay <laughs> when he had the wrong number of, uh, of of birthday i went i went back uh i went back to belgium and uh he changed decades to, to celebrate and that and, and uh, yeah, so I, I I go more often. Before it's like, oh, it's not necessary. I'll stay in China. But you realize that that yeah, yeah. it's important. So to, when to, they to, come to, here, to when they, when your family come here, it's all work, 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 or you guys travel together and do some. When my dad comes here, it's it's work, work, work. Yeah, because he's also so busy back in Belgium. So when he comes here, it's like 
he's full still time, full on on the, yes, the company. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah okay. I'm sure he will still be for a long time. He, every year, he's, every year he says that he will slow down. But your yeah. family, how many brothers, sisters? Do they all work in the company as well? I got uh, a twin brother. Uh, I got an older sister. I got uh, a younger sister, which uh, which is from another mother, and I got a stepbrother. Okay. Huh. So well, and then and then yeah, my from my mother's side, uh, mother's side also. So two stepsisters. So, okay. okay. I, I, I <laughs> need to be diplomatic. <laughs> I don't want to be twin sister, twin brother. You said twin brother. Yeah, but unfortunately for him, he doesn't look like me. Do you think your your siblings? I mean, your twin brother and everything. Do they uh, do they feel like oh, it's good, Bram? You stay there, you run it, or they would interested to also be here well my sister is not in the business uh, my older sister my younger sister turned 11 yesterday and uh, and and my, uh, my twin brother uh, he would definitely not want to come here no no he's well character wise we are completely the opposite completely different and he and, also and works for the company he also works for, for the company as the, the, the logistics manager uh, in, uh, in so Belgium. what 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 is that thing that you have that made you come to China and love China that you say is different from your from your brother it's uh, very hard to say but my, my brother is like how to say like really like to be home and, and, okay. and like to be and and I'm I want to see For the world a lot of people I is, is is adaptability mm. you know adaptability the ability to adapt to yeah, a that's kind environment. Of, yeah what I want to say I think yeah I'm also very social, very open, very, I want to discover things, I want to see new things, I want to, even if I have to do it by myself, you know, I'll, I'll get on a plane by myself and, and fly to the other side of the world, while, yeah, there are people. What are, what are some of the advantages, uh, for me, for example, to be in Dongguan, is that I'm very close to Hong Kong and I can travel around Southeast Asia. Have you done much traveling around this area? Oh, much uh, again for work yes um, for for traveling yeah I go I go on holiday once twice a year um, and yeah I've seen seen some yeah Bali Thailand uh, wait let me think South Korea Philippines. Japan Philippines I actually never have been for holiday I know it's a shame <laughs> it's on the list it's, it's on the list cheap and great yeah cheap and great yeah so so what would you as an expat that likes it here what would you give as an advice for people that come to China um, to live well here, to, to get used to it, to be adaptable, to, to enjoy it? What kind of advice would you give? I think the best advice I can give is by learning from, from my mistake, maybe. Is, is, what was your mistake? Is, well, mistake. Uh, like quicker get involved with local people mm, it's something involved. that very typical like oh, we don't speak the language don't they right. don't speak our language so i'm gonna stay away from them and and that's something i mean there were a few people like like selena that's working still working with me and and, and a few other people that that could speak english and i did a lot of things with but but like getting to know more people and 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 really involving yourself yeah, involve and, and and even really get get in the middle of the culture and in the middle of the because because that's something that i did wrong in my opinion in the beginning is 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 trying to create a bullpen and and do what Your you do world. yeah i mean in the beginning the series and the movies i've seen at home while i could have gone out there and and see so much more and, and do it's so, so much easy more. and convenient right you live in this little expatville you know exactly and, and everything is around foreigners you just go to the bar to have a beer with someone and you can do it for a long time 
you know. Yeah. I, 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 I did that for some time, but it gets old very quickly. It does get old, you know. Yeah. It depends on the person, I guess, but uh, it's good that it gets old, I guess. Yeah, for me, for me it's something <laughs> now, especially because uh, working six days, often seven days a week, my the only day that I often have off, I love to spend just at home, invite some friends for dinner or go to some friends for dinner and, and just relax and, and not necessarily go out and, and, and that kind of stuff. How about also. the thing with expats that we, uh, you know, we live in a place for 5, 10, 20 years and you have, every time you have starting to have a very good friend, they leave. Uh, they I go, hate that. They go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had yeah. that? Yeah, Lucho, stay in China. Come on, stay. He's going to Vietnam and now because of the coronavirus, he's, uh, he's, stuck, here. he's stuck here. He cannot go. And, 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 and yeah, there are, uh, if I would have to call yeah, all the yeah. names of the people who already left, that I, I'm, I still miss a lot. And the, the really pity thing is that every single time that somebody leaves, you tell yourself, I'm going to stay in contact with them, but still. It's, it's it, 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 yeah, it, it I would say another thing to what you said, it, it was very good advice, what you said, uh, you know, get involved with the local uh, community. And I would say another thing, which I think we all do, um, is treat it like your home. Like, like you have a dog too, right? You have two dogs, you said, yeah. you know, Fernando has, I had, I have cats, whatever. So whatever it is, you drive, we all drive. You know how in the beginning you, you think, uh, no, I'm not going to drive, you know, it's easy to take a whatever, <laughs> well, taxis. There was something for me, I wanted to drive as quick so as possible. So the <laughs> more you treat it like home, I think, the more you feel at home. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I was talking to, to, to a friend, Paolo, and I was telling him, like, if I don't have a dog, it doesn't feel like home. Right. To me, a, a dog is a sign of home. Yeah. But, of course, when I first came to China, I was like, I'm not going to have a dog until I know that I'm going to stay here. Right. So I had my first dog five years into it like okay i'm gonna make a career here so that's when i got my first dog because it's right. a huge responsibility a lot of people they get a dog and oh i'm gonna go away so you take care of my dog i'm like that how long have you had your dogs uh i got blaze for f four years five years five years that's and, the uh, lab that's the lab yeah the black lab and then i got duga for a few months she's a rescue uh-huh uh yeah she's a how did you go about getting your dogs? I mean, did you go to a pet shop or? Well, I did make the mistake in the very beginning to go to a pet shop and I got a, a beagle and uh, and he passed away within two weeks. Yes. Yes. Oh, CGV yes. story. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Puppy farms, Actually, it puppy was mills. so stupid for me. I asked for the vaccination book and they were like, sure, we will go get it. And then it took them like 20 minutes to come back with the vaccination book. And I, but yeah, you're so excited, you're getting your dog. And, and then Those eyes yeah, like, at you. why the hell did they, do they take 20 minutes to go to get the vaccination book? Why the vaccination book is not there in the shop? You know, it, it doesn't af, afterwards you, mm. but yeah. And then how did you get uh, later? What did you do? Blaze. Different. Uh, Blaze, I, uh, I uh, got from a place in Liaobu, uh, like, yeah, adoption. How was and it? Ah, oh, you adopted it. Yeah. Like a shelter? But he was still a puppy. He was still a puppy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, Duga now was, I got from Shenzhen. She She's a rescue. She actually... Sachin? Sorry? From Sachin or from which which rescue? Well, I got her through, uh, through the WeChat moments from Liberty, from Kendall. Yeah, and yeah. then, yeah. Um, the one in Bawan? 
No, no, no. It's okay. like uh, close to windows of the world okay. Uh, that okay. I got her, and uh, she has like she has water in her, like liquid in her brains, and she cannot see very well and she cannot hear very well, and I was like. I don't know why I had like the feeling like, okay, I, I want to do something good, something good. And I was like, okay, that would be a perfect match with Blaze, which is a big, like a massive black lap. And I was like, okay, she's gonna, if she doesn't find her way, she's just gonna have to look for the big black spots <laughs> and, and, and just follow. How do you, follow how do you, and that's the way it's going yeah. now, actually. How do you have two dogs when you work or a lot? Like, how do you? I walk them in the morning, I walk and them in the, the evening and even on Saturdays, often I put here. them in the car, I bring them I here. I do the same thing. I bring my dogs to the center. Right. And it's interesting because a lot of a lot of kids are scared of dogs, but my dog is like, so it's it's part of that education that yeah. I bring to. It's to, educating. Yeah. Yeah. Not into the classroom anyway, but she's in a teacher's room. So the she's, kids are like, She's oh. not teaching English? Huh? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, guys. So uh, we want to thank you very, very much for having us here yeah, in this <laughs> cool workshop with the tools and everything and for sharing all your experience making furniture here. And um, well, until uh, uh, next time, what do we need to do in the end of the show? You you haven't learned the outing. I don't really listen to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, we want like this we video. Want okay, to come on. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up. And if you like the content of our channel, oh, make sure to, to <laughs> yeah, make sure to subscribe to it. And if you do that, don't forget to hit the bell button to be notified whenever there is a new video. Make sure to follow us in the social media here at the bottom. Until we see you again. And and, and one thing though. Uh, Let's see if we still remember how to say Bram's last name. Oh, no. <laughs> Von... Van der... This is going to take another 30 minutes. Van der... Drissa? Van der Drissa. Thank you, Bram. Thank you for having us here. No, thank you guys for And now we're going to take a look at your factory right after. Sure. All right. Bye, guys. Until we see you again, take it easy and bye for now.